Hi there, and welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I am Ivy Lassiter, and I am the host of this podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for listening. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who have been there. Okay, so a lot of times I interview different people, talk to parents who are a few seasons ahead, but today I have a story to share. This past week, I did a funeral for a dear person named Jeanette Hilly, who served in the nursery at our church for 45 years. Yes, four and a half decades of her life, she took care of babies. Thousands and thousands of babies. And to think about it, some of them, she took care of them, and then she took care of their children. That was my case. She took care of me in the nursery, and then she took care of my boys. So it was a big deal. And I've spent quite a bit of time reflecting on her life, the impact she had, and what specifically made her life so significant. Because goodness, it was. And here's where I landed. When I think about Jeanette and the resounding theme of her life, I'm reminded of this story about Jesus found in Mark, and I'm going to read it to you. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child, will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. What we see Jesus do in this moment is show us what matters to him. His disciples didn't want children to come close to Jesus because children were not considered important in their culture. Jesus turned that social norm upside down and communicated, they matter. They can be close to me. I see them. I love them. In a culture where kids were not really meant to be seen, Jesus sees them and accepts them just as they are. For a long time, I read this story thinking this was a story about Jesus loving children, but it actually is deeper than that. It's a story about Jesus communicating how he feels about people. He loves and accepts all people. Jesus does not discriminate according to our socioeconomic status, what we can accomplish, what we have done, what we look like, or how gifted we are. Jesus loves and values all people. And that is how I feel Miss Jeanette lived her life. She was a person who accepted all people, starting from their earliest days. Her very presence was one that made children know they were safe with her. She was ready to accept them no matter what separation anxiety, crying, or dirty diaper they brought into the room. Because of Jeanette's smiling, welcoming presence, kids eventually realized a room that Jeanette was in was a good place to be. I know a lot of parents who trusted Miss Jeanette with their new baby before honestly anyone else. And those babies felt loved and welcomed by her. 
Jeanette's care for people, though, didn't end once they grew bigger than the nursery. She cared about people way past that. Her two sons felt so loved and accepted by her. Anyone that served alongside her found it to be a joy. Parents felt loved by Jeanette. Why? Because she accepted people just as they are. The second thing the story about Jesus in Mark communicates is the kind of attitude that Jesus requires. A childlike faith. If you think about little children and the way that they act, they need help with things. They ask a lot of questions. They are eager to learn. They like being close to their parents. Little kids trust. They don't worry too much about tomorrow. Kids are humble. They aren't pretentious. And I saw that sort of humble, childlike faith in Jeanette. It's why she was perfectly content changing diapers and rocking babies with very little accolades or credit for 45 years of her life. It's why she helped people cross the crosswalk at an elementary school for a period of time, and she drove buses for the school district earlier on. She cared about serving others rather than being served. She cared about helping others rather than being helped. And I know she understood the idea about God's kingdom that Jesus describes in Mark, not because we talked about it like— or like Jeanette and I chatted about some Bible study she did about it. It wasn't that. I know she knew about this passage because her action showed it. And I'm grateful because if I want to know what it looks like to live like Jesus was talking about in this day and age, I can look at Miss Jeanette's life. That's what it looks like. So since the funeral last week, I have been thinking through, what does this look like in my life? Because the answer is not that we all have to be childcare workers. It's, just, it's not. I mean, by all means, if you're feeling compelled towards that, please, please, if, you know, be a childcare worker. But what does it look like at this point in my life to accept and welcome people in a humble, servant-hearted way? And each of us probably have a different answer to that based upon our circumstances, relationships, our motivations. And I was driving, thinking through this, and this little voice in my mind said, hey, what about that car seat in your back seat? What about that stuffed animal and other things that have found their way in your car? What about the mud and grass pieces that came off your boy's shoes after their sports practice? I'm not somebody that loves a messy car. (laughs) I don't want stuff in my car but it's there. What about the corner of your dining room that has a kid's table with watercolors and paper on it right now? I mean, my dining room right now is not going to be on any Instagram design page at all. Like, it's just not. It's not going to be getting lots of likes. But, but it, it, you know, it, it is a place that my boys are welcome. What about the wall by my little desk that has the latest colored picture taped on it that Harris was really proud of? Again, it's not going to win any, you know, design (laughs) challenges or be on Instagram, but it's there and it communicates to Harris that he's welcome. What about my messy garage that has bikes, scooters, helmets, baseball bags, muddy shoes in it? It's not going to be in a container store catalog, <laughs> absolutely not, but, but it communicates to my kids, hey, 
Y'all are welcome here. What about the closet in my home that only has children's toys with bins in it? These are the things that are communicating to my children that they belong. They matter. I see them. They are welcome in this place. And are those spaces, again, like going to win awards or like, or specifically how I would set out to have my house? No, no. But it communicates something to my boys, and that matters. Now, I'm all about some good organization. I'm all about, you know, work ethic and promoting cleanliness and whatnot in our kids. In fact, there's even an episode about organization. I will link it in the notes. But for some reason, for me to be reminded that the spaces that my kids have touched, or maybe the better word is the spaces that my voice has completely taken over, might actually be communicating to them what Jesus was communicating to his disciples. You are welcome in this place. Who you are matters to me. The things you enjoy matter to me. The things you created are wonderful to me. And for me, at this point in my life, it gives those messes a much bigger purpose. And I am so thankful for that. <laughs> 